What is up guys, this is Scott from Iron Legion. This is episode 277 of the Not Born This Way podcast, official podcast of the Iron Legion Strength Company. Uh, yeah, also known as Strong the Iron Will Way because I don't know if I can change it in iTunes and I just don't have the uh, technological capabilities or patience to uh, manage all that kind of stuff. So for now, you can find us as strong the iron will way or not born this way but either way you're here doesn't matter i want to talk about something today that i'd call uh, the myth of the athlete's body so what i'm referring to here is uh and I'll, I'll use my myself as an example i can remember back uh in the day when i uh kind of retired from bodybuilding so when i was a bodybuilder I wanted to look like a bodybuilder. I wanted to have uh, very large muscles, very low body fat, um, big shoulders, big arms, big chest, big back, small waist, abs, big legs, you know, the whole kind of cartoon character look. Uh, And then when I retired from competitive bodybuilding, uh, I honestly didn't really change my desire to look like that. In other words, if I could have looked like that, uh, without all of the things involved with looking like that, uh, I would. But the reality of it is, to look like that, you have to eat, oh, I don't know, six times a day, uh, much more often and much more food than most humans would like to. Uh, and again, everybody always thinks that sounds great to eat more food, but it is not, especially when it's more of the same kind of food and fairly bland and healthy you know it's not like you're you're saying hey eat pizza six times a day but anyway it's it's eating constantly bringing food with you everywhere always being aware of what you're eating if you're eating enough if you're not eating enough um working out constantly uh and and just avoiding all um you know things ice cream and alcohol related but just in general it's a lot of fucking work to look like that so my my i didn't change the fact that i still thought that looked appealing and wanting to look that way Uh, but the reality of my life was that i just couldn't justify that kind of work that kind of sacrifice for that goal anymore so i had to change my mindset on what i wanted to look like and so what I decided is I wanted to kind of look like, I'd, and I called it like a boxer's physique, right? So what do you think of when I mention a boxer's physique? I pictured, and I'm imagining you probably picture, muscular, athletic, lean, strong, but not as heavily developed as a bodybuilder, right? Not as huge as a bodybuilder, more... Uh, smaller and more I guess athletic would be the better the be- the best description right so when we think of a bodybuilder we tend to think of kind of bulky awkward big big person not necessarily somebody who looks agile fast and smooth so I I would watch um, UFC mixed martial arts stuff or boxing and I'd say oh okay you know and again I'm gonna date myself here but you'd look at uh, Evander Holyfield the boxer who was a uh, super duper muscular and well built for a boxer but not anywhere near the size of a bodybuilder um you think about the old rocky movies when uh you know stallone was super jacked as a boxer 
or uh, George St. Pierre or some of the other uh, mixed martial artists that I followed back in the day. So that more athletic and mus still muscular and still strong, but more athletic looking physique became appealing to me. Uh, that was something that I felt like I could attain and sustain without uh, force feeding myself all day. It was something that was closer to my genetic gifts uh, because genetically I'm, I'm fairly lean and muscular. I'm, I'm just not naturally very big. So for me to be big like a bodybuilder or a powerlifter requires a ton of uh, force feeding essentially to maintain and attain and maintain that size. So I wanted to have the fighter's body, let's call it. And there's literally books that you can buy called The Fighter's Body. And I think that's a pretty mainstream common look that most uh, people would, if you could snap your fingers and have any body that you wanted, I think a fighter's body, male or female, uh, is probably appealing to a lot of people. It's athletic, it's strong, it's lean. It's kind of, you know, uh, for a lot of people, the, the perfect uh, ideal. So it would be logical for me to assume that I should just follow a fighter's protocol, right? Like what do, if I train like a fighter, I will look like a fighter, okay? I had also kind of done this same thing with a lot of clients, you know, when I first started training, and some of you guys have heard me talk about this, uh, I trained women and I really didn't know much other than what I had learned uh, as a bodybuilder in terms of how to train people, right? How to make people stronger, build muscle. Um, but when I ran into clients who wanted to be smaller and leaner and not very muscular, um, coming from a bodybuilding background, I, I didn't really know what to do with that. So I would ask them what, give me an idea of what you want to look like. Like, what are we talking about here? And they'd say, oh, I want to look like a, a, a dancer or a ballerina's kind of body, right? Like toned and lean, but not necessarily jacked and muscular. Okay, great. Uh, maybe I want to look like a, a runner. Okay, so let's think about what you think when I say I want a runner's body, right? We have a, we have a, I am positive that all of you have a clear picture jump into your mind when I say the following, a runner's body, bam. Some, you, you just pictured something, right? Um, a climber's body, right? Um, a power lifter's body. So we have things that pop into our mind when we hear that. I've just described the fighter's body, right? Uh, the runner's body. Uh, leaner and smaller than the fighter. Again, this is, this is the image that I imagine most people are uh, having. Smaller, uh, leaner for lack of a better word you know less muscle mass uh, maybe longer as a lot of people like to describe it right so they say oh I want long muscles like uh, a yoga instructor or a Pilates instructor right I want the yoga body so you have a, you have an image of what the yoga body is again not as muscular more smooth very agile very athletic very, still very lean um, the power lifter body. Okay, now we're talking bulkier, you know, bigger, thicker, heavier, probably a higher percentage of body fat, but really, really strong and big. Um, the soccer body, right? I mean, you, it goes on and on. The volleyball, the volleyball player body. Here's the thing, guys. And this took me a long time to figure out, and I'm, and I'm almost embarrassed that it took me so long to figure out. And I'll give you an, a, a ridiculous example that helped it clarify it for me. But what I, when I really figured out that this was bullshit, 
was when I went to the boxing gym in Brooklyn to learn to box. And this is a, a place where a lot of competitive high-level boxers trained and came out of. So this is the real deal. Uh, and that's a whole... <laughs> but you've, you've heard that story probably before. I've told that several times, but that was terrifying. But anyway, what I noticed when I went in there was not that many people looked like the fighter's body that I thought I was going to get by being in there. I saw a whole lot of jump roping, a whole lot of running on the treadmill, a whole lot of push-ups, a whole lot of sit-ups, a whole lot of sparring rounds and rounds in the ring and sweating and drilling. I mean, I saw a ton of work being done. A ton. But uh, very few people in there looked like Stallone or George St. Pierre or um, Ivan Drago or any of the boxing fighting bodies that I had imagined in my mind. Most of them looked like normal guys and girls. Some were skinny. Some were chubby. Some were strong and jacked looking. Some looked like they didn't even exercise. Um, a lot of them looked like uh, what we would you know, affectionately call dad bod-ish. Just kind of normal. So there was no there was no fighter's body. And, and then, then I started to find, as I started to follow the sport and dig deeper, I'd say, okay, let me find it. Uh, I would find a, bo a boxer or a fighter that when I saw them fight, they, were, they had six-pack abs and defined shoulders and muscular backs. And I was like, okay, I want to look like that guy's body, right? I want that physique. Then I'd look into the guy and I'd find him when he wasn't in a title fight or, uh, you know... A match and I would realize that oh he looks normal because what I started to uncover and I, again I just was not aware of this is that most fighters uh, lose 10 15 20 30 40 50 pounds before a fight because they're gonna make a certain weight class so when your normal body boxer fighter loses 30 pounds He's ripped and has abs and has definition and looks awesome. When the fight is over and he doesn't have to make a restrictive weight class, he puts 20, 30 pounds back on and looks pretty normal. So what it was changing the physiques from average guy into fighter guy was not the training. It was not jump roping. It was not a thousand push-ups because that guy, even 30 pounds heavier, was still able to do all that stuff. Um, what changed it was the strict adherence to nutrition and lifestyle changes over, you know, a three to four or six month period that got him down to that, him or her down to that certain weight. So again, I would, I would challenge you, you think of the runner's body and you picture it and you're like, that's what I want to look like. I'm going to start running. Well, next time you're out for a drive on a nice day, pay attention to everybody who's running and see how many of them have the runner's body that's in your mind. What I see, and go to a, go to a 5K and take a look. Um, it's pretty much a sample size, the same as if you went to the grocery store right now. There is a mix. There are little people and big people and short and tall and skinny and fat and all kinds of shapes and sizes. The running is not what changes the the physique for the most part in 99% of the time. It's 
whatever they're doing in addition to or outside the running nutritionally and and this is a huge one most of us when we picture all those bodies that i talked about right the the power lifter the bodybuilder the runner the soccer player the fighter well when we see that that person's physique we're usually seeing the professional athlete at the highest level version of that right we see the sprinters on tv we see the fighters on tv we see the powerlifters on tv well those are the elite of that field so they were genetically gifted towards that body to begin with and then their training and their everything else added on to it okay but the massive power lifter uh, was probably a fairly massive human being before he started powerlifting and was really good at powerlifting because of that. The very lean, quote-unquote, long, uh, lithe runner uh, was probably not short and heavy when they started running. They probably looked pretty much like that in the beginning, which is what led them to be such a superior runner, okay? Uh, and the way that it was shown to me in a, in a funny way was they said, well, if you look at the six foot one, you know, female volleyball player and her physique, do you think she got six foot one by playing volleyball? <laughs> it's the opposite. She was drawn towards volleyball and really good at volleyball because she's six foot one. Right, so when you see these pro athletes at this high level and think I want to look like that, it's the car, it's it's switched. They look like that kind of already, right? And then they found a sport that matched. You know, if you find a short, heavily muscled guy who's an awesome powerlifter or wrestler, like powerlifting, deadlifting didn't make him short and stocky. Being short and stocky made him a good deadlifter. Okay, if you go to a powerlifting meet you will find that there are a handful of guys that look like your your vision of a powerlifter. And there's also a million men and women that look nothing like that. And they are still powerlifters. They are smaller, less developed, taller, thin, long, like you name it, the shape and size, they're there. Same thing with runners. Same thing with people at the gym following bodybuilding protocols. So remember that most of what you're seeing is a result of genetics. And then... A nutritional and lifestyle protocol to end up lean muscular what I mean which is you know let's be honest for most people that's gonna be the goal some version of lean and muscular uh, but just keep in mind that the the activity that you associate with the physique is not always what resulted in the physique it's again almost always nutritional lifestyle changes um, to reduce body fat and uh, maintain or develop muscle mass that results in uh, the look combined with um, genetics. So whatever quote-unquote body you want to achieve, and again, we, I, I would emphasize that we don't try to achieve a, a body type that's, that's that, that different from ours because that's going to lead to... Uh, a lot of stress and frustration I think we need to find someone that has a similar genetic uh, build to ours 
and then find you know maybe a, a nice version of it that gives us something to inspire to uh, aspire something to aspire to without making us uh, crazy and giving us an eating disorder in the process okay um, I, I told you I've spent you know many years you know really wanting to have this physique that I I just wasn't genetically given to have um, you know even now I mean I'm, I'm 51 and I'm pulling back a bit from the powerlifting approach and trying to be comfortable being a little bit smaller and a little bit more athletic uh, hence the different workout program uh, the addition of jiu-jitsu uh, because I want for me to for me to carry the kind of size and weight that I need to be really good at powerlifting uh, just isn't that great for my my body because I'm not genetically meant to be that big so I can do it uh, I still can't do it at a high level in terms of like even me at my biggest is not big enough or heavy enough to be really really good at powerlifting uh, but it starts to have negative consequences so I feel better uh, being lighter a little smaller and a little bit more athletic and able to do other things other than just three lifts really well uh, so that's not a knock on powerlifting for people that want to powerlift you have to be very heavy and very big um, but if a lot of times if you're very heavy and very big at, and good at those three things, you're not going to be great at other things specific, particularly if that's not how you're genetically cut out. So what I mean by that is people who are naturally that big and that strong can still be very athletic and healthy and functional because that's kind of how their body was designed, right? But if I'm not designed that way, um, forcing myself to be that way is going to probably have some unhealthy consequences. So anyway, not to get into my own personal stuff, but even I have to go through this and remember to align myself and, and make set goals and desires from, for my health and my physique in ways that line up with how I'm genetically uh, predisposed so that I'm not constantly fighting an uphill battle against that. Okay, so you can definitely change your body in many ways, but I would try to encourage you to find something that's kind of in alignment with your your genetic gifts right because if you're naturally thin naturally big short tall tend towards endurance tend towards strength like finding activities that take advantage of those things versus the versus finding ones that would require you to be the opposite way uh it's just much more enjoyable you know they find that in other countries with sports they try to steer kids very early on in a lot of other countries to sports that, that match up well with their genetics. So if someone that's, again, maybe stocky and very strong, they might steer them towards weightlifting and uh, wrestling, but steer them away from uh, basketball or things that would require more of a you know, more height and more endurance and you get where I'm going. But uh, it's not to say if you're a small, short guy, you can't play basketball, but just don't get hung up on trying to look like LeBron James if you're uh, my size, right? You're going to um, be very unhappy and very unsuccessful. But, you know, for me, if I want to be a basketball player and I could find the short basketball player who relied on his ability to pass and uh, run maybe versus his and dribble versus dunk, uh, maybe I'd be all right. So anyway, you get the idea, guys. Uh, don't fall for the myth of the athlete's body. And as always, uh, if you enjoy this, please, please go to iTunes and leave me um, a review. Uh, and any kind of comments to go with the review really helps a lot. Um, 
and uh, share it with your friends and hit me up if you have any questions or any topics you'd like me to cover. Uh, I'll talk to you soon.